to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yeah, lately I've been getting rich. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Off the Rip podcast with your hosts, Mike and D. We have a special guest here today. First guest. Yep. Going by the name of Bud. Mike's, uh, well, his name's actually Beltron, but we call him Bud around here. So, uh, this, yeah, this is Mike's brother, Bud. So, uh, my older brother, the king himself, person I look up to my whole life. Uh, he's about to go hard on this debate. <clears throat> we got a cool episode for you guys. It's going to be the Michael Jordan and LeBron debate. I know it's been being brought up in recent media since LeBron just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record in all-time scoring. So I feel like this is a good time to have an actual debate on this because Deontay has been grown up very little, always being a Jordan fan. He'll talk about this once we get into it too. For sure. And my brother is a really big LeBron fan and believes he's the GOAT. So it'll be very interesting to see how this all plays out. I'm ready, dog. It'll it's going to be a fun one, honestly. It's more fun just to talk about it because I know there have been like plenty of players that put in their two cents or whatever, and they like everybody likes to focus on their one certain stat. Everybody likes to focus on you know different just different things. There's some people that focus about the attitude or the culture to the game. And, yeah, I think now we're going to encompass it all to try and see you know who's, who's the greatest player of all time, the GOAT. Yeah. This episode is going to be a little different, though. I'm going to be kind of on the back end of things. It's going to be mainly my brother Bud and Deontay doing the debate. <clears throat> and since I'm like straight down the middle of who I believe is like the greatest, I'm going to be like the mediator and be like, all right, hold up. Like, I believe this stat's a little better. You know, I'm just going to put my two cents in when it's needed. But before we get into the debate, I wanted to bring up the dunk contest real quick. Oh, yeah. You see that white dude win? Yeah. People are saying it like got revived. Like the dunk. I don't know about revive. They're saying that's I saw Shaq tough. though after it finished. Shaq was like, he saved it. He saved the dunk contest. And what is his name? Mac McClung? McNung? We don't even know his name. Shaq's just a dick writer. Well, how did he get into the competition? He like oh, sensation. you oh, can is uh, he? yeah. When you do the dunk contest, you sign up for it. That's why it's kind of whack because no star player that actually can dunk signs up. Yeah. Because you were saying, too, like you didn't know that the winner got 100000 Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool, though. That Apparently, that 100000 that he won is more than he's made in his entire career. Damn. He basketball. was a G League player, I know, like a couple weeks before like <laughs> the dunk contest. Yeah, but w- the reason I bring up the dunk contest is I was going to ask you guys what you think of this idea that I thought of. And I, I, I saw some dude on TikTok for inspiration for it, but I wanted to get your guys' input. What if instead of the dunk contest, because we've hit the physical limit of what can be done dunked wise, like um, unless someone comes around and can start dunking from half court, like there's really, there's, there's really nothing else a human body could do. There's only how many number of times you can put the ball between your leg and slam it in the hoop. Yeah. So I was thinking, what if instead of a dunk contest, we had people vote instead of like voting for like the all-star game or like the teams on them. Yeah, we did one on one, and we had we had people vote and say Kevin Durant versus LeBron in a one on one game for like a hundred thousand dollars. I feel like that would be super entertain, way more entertaining than the dunk contest ever could be, because I would want to see the best of the best like actually Bro, going hard. I this just came to me. What if we did King of the Court? Each team gets to submit their number one player. Whoever wins gets home field or home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs. That'd be interesting too. 
That's what I mean. We're coming up with these off the spot, and they've been just keeping the dunk contest the same for like 40 years. I feel like we got to switch it up. I think one-on-one would be pimp, though. Imagine yeah. like back in the day when Jordan was in the league, and then if LeBron was in there, and they could have just settled it once and for all. <laughs> Too close. Nah, it'd be cool though. But that's what I, all I wanted to say. I'm gonna hand it over to my brother Bud. He can introduce himself, and then uh, we yeah, can we'll start let him with yeah. Tell, tell you guys about uh, himself, and yeah, you know, and then we can start the with acclimated. the debate. Yo, thanks guys for having me on the pod. Uh, been wanting to hop on. First uh, guest, best guest. That's what I'm gonna say, anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm Bud. I'm Mike's older brother. Uh, a lot of you guys you know, from our town, probably know Mike and uh, maybe know me from uh, social media or whatever. But yeah, like I said, thanks for having me on the pod. Happy to get down with it. And uh, yeah, just to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, Mike, like that would be a sick idea, the one-on-one tourney, but they would just never do it. You know, like everybody is so afraid to get ripped apart by like the, the, the media. Yeah. Their egos just won't allow, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, obviously going to go into this debate the lebron guy lebron would never do it bro like imagine skip bayless would have a fucking heyday with him (laughs) if he lost to fucking mac mcclung or some shit you know what i mean because anything can happen in one-on-one and it's just like especially if you have like a make it take it type situation i don't even know how they would do it but not not feasible it would be sick though that's like the same reason why none of the stars do the dunk contest you know imagine yeah yeah imagine lebron goes and does a dunk contest and loses to fucking mac mcclung what everybody's gonna say you know what i mean like yeah nobody gives a shit about that stuff until it happens so i'd say the three-point contest is the last one that has like credibility i don't know man did you see even like curry and them kind of like don't do well in it anymore yeah but yet they'll hit fucking they'll drop 40 a game just shooting only threes it's it's crazy you know what i mean because it's like how impressive is it when you're not being like defended to me less so you know what i mean it's like i heard this shit on a podcast earlier today like it's like juggling on the moon you know what i'm saying like you have no resistance there's no gravity so i could fucking juggle on the moon right like what what does it matter so it's like you almost need to have that competition like somebody in your face to make it impressive otherwise it's just like whatever fair Fair enough but anyways, yeah, I mean, I guess with that said, NBA on the mind, we can get right into it. And uh, <laughs> I want to kick it over to D right off the bat and say, all right, like. I think we should start where you guys explain your viewpoints on both players. Like before we get into any stats or anything like that. Say that again. <clears throat> so before we get into it, I want to have Deontay and my brother both just lay some groundwork, some foundation and say what their opinions are on both players. In the most humblest way, like, and even it, it could be even I don't like this player for certain reasons. Like, I just want the initial viewpoints to be said before we get into the actual numbers and statistics within the debate. So I'll hand it back to Bud and let him give his foundation on both Jordan and LeBron. All right, cool. So I guess starting with Jordan, obviously everyone has the utmost respect for Jordan and what he's done for basketball. Like nobody's saying he's ass. I guess I just want to start that off. Right. Like anytime you're having a debate, you got to just say like, I obviously don't think he's ass. I just think he's number two behind LeBron and uh, you know, six and oh in the finals, super dope. Um, Obviously like a 10 times scoring champ or something crazy like that. I don't know the exact number average more points. I'm sure than LeBron, like if we pull up the numbers, I got him, but we'll get into that. And uh, 
you know, so like just crazy. And obviously we've all seen The Last Dance or if you haven't, you should go watch The Last Dance. Sure. Like one of the sickest documentaries that's really out there on Netflix just shows he's a fucking cold-blooded killer, man. <laughs> yeah. Like just an absolute beast. Um you know, six to no, can't really argue with that to to certain extent, but uh you know, there are some things that I value a little bit more than peak. Uh, and I think that's really what this argument kind of comes down to, right? It's like peak versus longevity. There's some other stuff. Uh, and obviously LeBron's been doing it now for 20 years at the highest level. Like now he's in fucking year 20 or whatever it is. And he's still, you know, a top 10 player. I don't think anybody's going to say he's the best player, but he's still a top 10 player in the NBA. And he's fucking almost 40, you know, making all-star games, captain of all-star games still. And, you know, <laughs> the the chips... That's going to be a big point of contention, I think, you know, obviously four versus six, and he's got some finals losses, but, you know, we can get into that a little bit, but I think just longevity-wise, you know, versatility, those are, like, the big reasons why I have LeBron personally over Jordan. Uh, No, LeBron's a baller, bro. Nobody's ever going to take that away from him. He's a fucking baller, you know. Uh, he's... Honestly, he's probably one of the best physical specimens in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Amazing physical capabilities. The dude's fucking... I ain't gonna lie, bro. He's He's got it in him. He's got a little bit of dog in him. A little bit. Uh, the thing that gets me is just the way LeBron's career played out. You know, he team hopped, which is a big... For me, a bigger point of contingency, too, on his career. It's almost like a smudge. Uh, the play, players that he played with, too. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, his finals record, stuff like that. I tried to stay away from it because I know that's, like, a big thing. Like, I, Bud and I talked before this. We had, like, a little Instagram <laughs> Instagram chat. I'm, like, I think I posted, reposted LeBron when LeBron was saying, he's, like, I think I'm the greatest player to ever touch a fucking basketball. Yeah. That might be, like, a misquote. It might have been, like, I think I'm the greatest player or person to ever play basketball or something like that. That's more accurate. But I put that up, and I was, like, bruh. I, I put, like, the finals record. I was, like, how are you going to go four and six in the finals? I was, like, that's a failing, it's a failing record. That's a losing record. And then Bud, Bud and I had a little scuffle on Insta about I'm it. I'm over here. I'm supposed to be doing my fucking day job, but instead I'm fucking Instagram DMing D over here fighting on Instagram. I didn't even fucking pay attention <laughs> in class. I was there trying to learn about fucking anti-TNF drugs, and I was fucking <laughs> there, uh, DMing Bud back and forth. I was like, dog, we just I'm going to get on a FaceTime with you and fucking have this argument. But we didn't. But we brought it to you guys, the yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah, for real. But no, that the finals thing I try to stay away from. We'll go into like career scoring. Uh, one thing I'm gonna try and stay away from is speculation, because like I know a lot of guys nowadays are like, "What if we inflated the stats to Jordan played like 20 years or something like that?" I feel like that's hard because you don't know what could happen. You have to compare what's happened versus what hasn't. You know, so that's one thing I'm gonna try and stay away from. But I think LeBron's a capable player. I just don't think he's MJ. I just don't think he has the mentality, the killer in him. I don't think he's really uh I just don't think he's as good of a player. I don't even think he's close yet. Do you have him at number 2 on the all-time list or are you one of those weirdos that has like Kobe at 2 or some Bro, shit like that? Somebody made a somebody made a uh, thing for Kobe the other day and it kind of got me for a little bit. But I was like 
But one thing that uh, I noticed was that Carl Malone, bro, Carl Malone's like n- number three in scoring. Yeah. And he played the same position as LeBron. And uh, so he's more, it's called Carl Malone is more in scoring than LeBron, or more than scoring in MJ, but he has no titles. I don't think he does, does he? With the no, Jazz. I don't even think he won that one on his his last run there with the the Lakers. Lakers huh? Yeah, he didn't win one out. Yeah, because they lost. They lost that year. They almost repeated. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, he uh, see Carmelo didn't even get that ring. So I never hear people like championships matter. They do come into effect, and that's uh, just one thing I basically I wanted to say about that. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it here in a second. Mike has the mic now. Yeah, I just want to hop in. Based off what D said, too, about LeBron being just an athletic specimen, I totally agree with that. I think LeBron could easily go to the NFL and do well in the NFL and probably win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Be like a top 10 receiver. Really, he could do anything in any sport and do well. And that's one thing, too, that obviously he never did, so we'll never know. And this goes back to you talking about speculation. But... MJ did try to go to like another sport and do something like that, and he realized, yeah, I can't can't do it. It's a whole different ball game. You're just good at what you're good at. But <clears throat> I want to pass it back to them both, and I want to ask you guys what five things. Pick five, so we have something to round the debate off of and go around. What are five things that make someone the goat? Then, like what D <clears throat> already mentioned, rings is a big thing. My brothers men- mentioned longevity, consistency. So what are the five things that we are judging these players off of to place them in these slots at one, two, three, four, five? Like what are five things that we are judging them on? Man, I don't I don't really know if we can split it up that way, but I guess I'll try. I think my five categories that I would look at would be dominance, just during their peak, right? How dominant were they? And that's one that I have to defer to Michael Jordan, but I think that is very important. Longevity, versatility, championships, obviously. Uh, and then after that, you know, you have to go for like raw stats, I think. Like that is, is another thing that needs to round that off. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah, I'll agree with you. The rings, the longevity. You got to be good for a consistent amount of time. You can't be have fucking four hot years and then all of a sudden drop off after that. Fucking you know I mean? uh, Sanity, bro. Yeah. See, like, <laughs> I don't even know where he's at anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you're trash, bro. Yeah. Like, it's just, you're not in the GOAT debate. You're not even close. Don't You're not even in the fucking top 15 if you had two hot years. You know what I mean? So, those guys are out. Uh, uh, let's see. You got to be... You got to have a little bit of like character, like like not like and what I mean by characters, I mean you got to have some swag when you fucking play. Nobody likes to hear about the winner that fucking was like, yeah, I mean um I yeah, I won. I fucking I just go out there and play. Like you're boring, bro. You got to have a little bit of swag to you. You got to be cool as fuck. Those are the players that people remember. Uh damn. You gotta have some. You gotta bring some different culture to the NBA. You gotta change the NBA. You gotta change the game in some sort of way, as a whole, for sure. If you don't change the game, you're just right. a passer, and you're just passing through. Right. That's why that. See that 
right there is the reason I don't think that Kobe is in my like top four or whatever. Because although great, right, R.I.P. Kobe, he was literally trying to be a carbon copy of Michael Jordan. And yeah. he got close, but he was just a worse version of Michael Jordan. Yeah, he was like the great value version. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, you know, being the great value version of a top two player ever is like maybe not bad. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, I guess I'll kind of kick us off here with the first one, uh, dominance, looking a little more into like stats and things like that. So, Obviously, I'm going to try to steer away from longevity stats as well because I know that like the career lengths don't match up, yeah. and, and I understand that. So looking at just like overall stats in a, in a per-game basis, right? MJ, a little over 30, 30.1 uh, at the stat sheet I'm looking at. LeBron, 27.2. So uh, Points per game is what he's talking about. Oh, yes, points per game. Thank you. Uh, and then rebounds per game. LeBron is at about 7.5. Jordan at like 6.2. Uh, moving down to assists, 7.3 for LeBron, uh, 5.3 for MJ, and then steals. MJ has the edge here, 2.3 to 1.5 on LeBron. And then blocks per game, what I'm looking at, they're pretty close. Uh, on both is what I see. Yeah. So I, I left it out because I was like, okay, yeah, that's a point. It, it's, it's negligible. Yeah. So obviously Jordan was the better scorer. I'm not trying to say that that's not the case, and I'm talking on a per-game basis, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, LeBron's the number one scorer in a longevity basis. We, we all know that. But on a per-game like basis, I give that up to MJ. But where LeBron takes it is in, obviously, rebounds and assists. And this is kind of wrapping into my versatility point. I think that LeBron James was dominant enough as a scorer on a per-game basis, and that summed with his ability to rebound and assist, mostly assist. I think that LeBron, a lot of people would uh, would argue he's one of the best passers to ever play in the NBA yeah. as, as a, you know, a three or a four or whatever, you know, whatever he's classified as. That, like, makes him so versatile. And then obviously in, in his prime, right, like when we're talking about, like, the LeBron who actually played defense. I know he doesn't anymore. I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit yeah. that. Bro, he's lazy. I mean, now he's 20 years in the league. Bro. 100%. You gotta, you gotta be lazy a little bit. You get what I mean? Yeah. But, but when he did play defense in his prime there with the heat, you know, you could literally put him on one through five. He could defend one through five and he, on offense, he can play one through five and he's putting up 27, seven and seven for a career. To me, that dominance at a peak is is insane, right? Like we'll go look at MVP years for, you know, the the weird years where where LeBron doesn't win it. You know what I mean? Like, and those are like the stats MVPs are putting up, and this guy's averaging that. You know what I mean? So I give it up to to MJ on the 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 points per game, right? Like clearly an amazing scorer. That's what he's known for. Be like Mike, you know, ten Is ten times scoring champion. Yeah, for sure. Like you give that up, but in my opinion, I'm willing to sacrifice. Three points a game, less than three. No, a little bit less than three points a game for the assists and for the playmaking, for the versatility. That is like the dominance that I'm talking about, the ability to dominate at any time in the game, right? Like when you need a pass, when you need an, a, you know, a, a rebound, right? Like when you need a chase down block to win the finals, like that's where I'm taking LeBron. This is where I'll counteract that. Jordan played with the second best rebounder in NBA history. For three years, Dennis Rodman was dominating the boards. So for those three years, I can't even get MJ in to get a fucking rebound, which he only trails by one. Uh, assists is a little bit different. I will say, as a point guard, MJ probably should have passed more. 
that's two different passes there in a game. That's two different assists where somebody else scores. So, yeah, uh, there he could take it. But other than that, that I like that was a good that was a good one. I don't think that I don't think LeBron has enough versatility though, like you're saying, because LeBron doesn't take over games. I guess I, I'm dis I disagree with that, and I'm I'm curious. Go ahead and expand on that. What what do you mean he doesn't take over games or he doesn't he's not versatile enough? What do you mean by that? Because in watching LeBron, especially in these last years, because like if we're comparing this over like his career, I'll give it to him until he got with the Lakers. He could do that. So like what the last three years that he's been with the Lakers, he hasn't been able to do that because he doesn't play defense. So if you're only playing one side of the ball, I think it's tough to, you know, give him those like anything else. You know what I mean? Of course, he's going to play better on offense. He's only playing one side. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I hear you. I really do. But we have to think time-wise, right? Like, the timeline at which LeBron went to the Lakers is more or less the timeline when MJ came back and played for the Wizards. More or less. You know, give or take like a year or whatever, right? Yeah. And we all know that MJ on the Wizards, absolute shell of himself, right? Like, he wanted to come back and, you know, play GM and, and be a, a coach on the court. He wasn't playing no defense. You know what I'm saying? So, like... This is where I will play the time card that you're you're using this longevity against him because he has had to adapt his game. And I think his game plan coming to the Lakers, I think he wanted to be the second best player. He wanted Anthony Davis to step up and be the best player on this team. And I think LeBron wanted to be the second best player on the team. But AD, Mr. Stays Hurt. Like, but is that how champions play, bro? Champions, there was a great, I showed Mike this video. But it's either you're the reason why your team wins or you're just going along with the team. Yeah, but I think that we, we know, and basketball is a little different because I think one player can dominate enough so that you can, like, will your team to win in basketball yeah. in a way that you can't in football. Right? No, like, you can't because it's, there's so many other yeah. teams. So, like so many other factors. But I will say, even though it's more so, like, that a single player can make a huge impact. I still think that like team sports, you know, are team sports, right? Yeah. So being the number one player, though, awesome. Like, I hate to change the conversation over to football, right? But like, nobody's hating on Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl, even though he was absolutely terrible on that Broncos team, and the the defense won him that Super Bowl. We just say Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, I'll be. Because, bro, I'm a Bears fan. So He's I'm, like, I'm, I'm like that anti. guy. I've been saying that shit. I'm that, that anti-guy, bro. I'm like, the Broncos, had it not been for the defense, Peyton Manning would have been shit. And we would have been like, honestly, Peyton, you probably should have retired back when you went to the Super Bowl before when you fucking broke the all-time passing record, passing yards record, and the touchdowns. Right. You know what I mean? There are, like, I'm definitely that devil's, devil's advocate on all of that shit. Where I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I, I hate when people say... He's great because he does this, or like he's great because he fucking like won a Super Bowl and went out on the top. And I'm like, you weren't even that good, I'm right? Like, you were, if anything, you were on the bottom. You get what I mean? Yeah. So that's one. That's one thing. But no, I. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, we can go to average stats, but. So we already addressed MJ played 15 seasons. LeBron LeBron has played. He's 19 and counting. Yep. He's 20 now. But, you know, he needs to finish the rest of the season. That's why I said 19 and counting. But uh, he's 4-6 and six in the finals. 
He has four finals MVPs. He has one scoring title. He has four league MVPs. Uh, and he has one rookie of the year. Now, comparative to Jordan in a shorter time span, 6-0 and in the finals. Six finals MVPs. Ten scoring titles. Five league MVPs. One defensive player of the year. And one rookie of the year. Now, just based on those alone, those alone, before we even get into the stats, we already went into the stats. LeBron can lead in one stat area. That's fine. One stat out of the five that we mentioned. He doesn't lead in any other any of those categories I mentioned. That's fair, and I'll, I'll give you that, right? Like, uh, one less MVP, although you can argue that in LeBron's prime with the Heat and they're kind of at the end with the Cavaliers on his first stint, he was stiffed on some MVPs, right? Like, we can we can make it the case for LeBron that the voters, they get fatigued, right? They don't want to give a guy three MVPs in a row. They don't want to give a guy yeah. four MVPs in a row, right? So even though I think LeBron probably deserved a couple more, they didn't go his way. It's a voting that, award. But that goes towards MJ, too. It like, whenever, uh, like, who was it? Remember in the last dance when they talk about it, how he was pissed off because he had a better season than fucking, uh, what's his name from the Suns? Charles Barkley. Right. When it, he fucked up Charles Barkley's shit. That's then, exactly yeah. what it was, too. They got fatigue of him. Yeah. So you're right. You know yeah, what I mean? That like, happens to both players, it though. It totally does. Um, so, you know, that's a stat that I see a little bit less value in. And I'm looking at, you know, my, my stats here now as well, right? Like, do MVPs really matter, like, per your argument, if you do nothing with it in, you know, the playoffs, right? Like, Jordan won an MVP, uh, defensive player of the year in, like, the late 80s, and they lost to the Pistons in the in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of ride that into the whole 6-0 and versus, uh, you know, uh, six and four or whatever, or yeah. four and six. I'm sorry. I, I I'll give you that. Right, perfect is awesome. It sounds amazing. It's nice. You can market it, right? Like it's it really is is good for your legend. But what I'm looking at right here is you know MJ's first year lost in the conference semis to the Pistons. MJ's second year lost in the conference finals to the Pistons. MJ's third year lost in the conference finals to the Pistons. Like. We are all discounting these years where MJ is losing in the playoffs in the first round, and we are we're if, talking if anything, shit about about LeBron for making it to the finals and losing. But that that's I told this to Mike earlier is uh, not even earlier like this was a couple weeks ago when I first said this thing. But bro, MJ had tougher competition. If it was it was a cakewalk in the East, bro, you gotta admit that it was a who was the best team. Who was the best team when LeBron was on the Heat? He won like 30 games in a row. He played pretty much through every single team in that point. So you're making my dominance point then now. No, because I'm going to (laughs) go. Bro. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. MJ played. That's not even a good argument because MJ has. He played on the best team to ever be assembled. He played on the 72 and 10 Bulls who went and won a championship. Well, you could argue that LeBron beat the best team ever assembled when he beat the fucking 80, or what was it, 73 and 9 uh, Warriors. The thing, bro, without the ring. The best team wins the championship. The best team of that year wins. Ah, I don't know. I disagree because a lot of times, right, and I'm not saying this happened in LeBron's career, but I'm just like making the argument against that. Yeah. That, you know, if the two best teams in the NBA are in the West, you know, like feasibly. 
one of them isn't making it to the championship, right? Yeah. And although I, I'll say that it's less so in basketball because it's a seven-game series, you're right. Most of the time, the best team wins. But there are those, like, oddball instances where, you know, you, you end up getting into a situation where someone is uh, suspended for a game or whatever. Like when Draymond decided to kick LeBron in the nuts and he got kicked out. And that's Warriors fans will cry to the end of days yeah. that that's why they didn't win that finals or whatever the case. <clears throat> yeah, or, yeah or, or, like, dumb shit. So uh, you're right, but I guess the, the main point that I want to say is that I think that we can't criticize LeBron necessarily as much as we do for his losses in the finals, except the Mavs. That one, I'll, yeah, I'll admit to you, that is a meltdown. He, yeah, dude, he... 100%. I've never seen that happen with Michael Jordan. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But if uh, if Michael Jordan had made more finals, maybe we would have seen him. But he only made it to six, and Bron made it to ten. So LeBron also team-hopped to make it to the finals. See, and you, you brought up earlier what what impact. How did you change the game? And I think you're, you're talking about it in a negative light, this team-hopping. But I think that LeBron empowered players, right? So not to get political here, right? But, like... All of these billionaire owners, right, they they have these players at their will for years and years and decades and decades, right? And you're just, like, stuck in bad contracts because the, uh, the NBA, like, Players Association did a shitty job of negotiating and all that stuff. And, like, LeBron was really the first superstar player to say, nah, fuck this. Like, I'm going to pick my own destiny. And, again, you see that as a negative. I don't necessarily see it that way, right? I think that... Like free agent rules and things like that changed over the years, and LeBron took that opportunity to put together teams. And in my opinion, this is another plus on LeBron's side. He said, "I'm gonna play GM. I can't trust these shitty ass GMs to put a team together. From, I'm gonna do it myself." From a team perspective, as a as a fan, you know what I mean. I'm gonna watch my team have a good player for like three years, and then he's gonna leave because he'd rather go make a fucking super team with KD and Kyrie. On the fucking Brooklyn Nets. You get what I mean? Can you blame From them, though? A little bit, yes. If you're the best player in the league and you're on a shit franchise, right? If you are on the Cleveland Cavaliers and you're taking the shittiest roster in the East to an NBA Finals, your starting point guard is fucking Booby Gibson. You have all these games with fucking Anderson Verizhao and fucking Zadrunas Ilgauskas, and that's your team that you're willing to the Finals. And you were... You you play out your whole contract. It's not like he's like these guys today, like fucking Kyrie just recently, banging on the table, crying, r- requesting a trade. He played out his whole contract, and then he decided in free agency to go to another team, which is well within his rights. Yeah, that's fine, bro, but the fact is that MJ never did it. MJ got to the Bulls, and they were a coked-out, shitty team. It wasn't like they were a good franchise. Everybody forgets that. The Bulls weren't shit. They were the Cleveland Cavaliers like LeBron had them. You know what I mean? It's an equal comparison there. The difference is, is that MJ played 13 years there versus when LeBron played, what, his five or his three, whatever the rookie contract was at the time. But he played that amount of time and was like, this team sucks. I'm going to get fucked. And instead of just being like, management, you need to fucking do this shit. Like, I need, like, I want to be here for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Back in the day, guys took pride in playing for a squad and working with GMs and working with people and being like, I want to bring this fucking city a championship. Whereas now it's like, dude, I just want to ring. Let me fucking team hop to whatever team has the most cap space so I can make enough money in five years. You know what I mean? I, I do agree, but I just want to address that real quick. The, the reason why that is the culture in the NBA now is because of all the 
the Jordan Dick Riders, like truly, right? Six and oh, six and oh, six championships, never lost one. Championship this, championship that. We don't give a fuck if you even said it. If you don't win the chip, it doesn't mean a fucking thing, right? Yeah. So LeBron as a as a young guy, right, in high school, the most fucking like televised, like hyped up high school athlete probably ever, right? I think we can agree, yeah. right? Yeah. Like when you're a senior in high school and you're being touted as like the the next like fucking Jordan, like they were literally saying that kind of shit about him, right? Yeah. Coming out of high school. And the fact that he has exceeded that hype is a whole different point, but like getting into it, right? You come into the league with that type of pressure. You play on this shitty ass team and obviously he grew up and kind of his career elevated early on at like the rise of social media and like sports television, right? Yeah. Like MJ had radio, you know what I'm saying? So like, there were people writing stories about him and there were people like interviewing him and shit, but they didn't have the internet to the extent like that we do today. Right. It's like on the radio or like maybe like fucking 7 PM TV. Yeah. So you don't feel that like pressure that LeBron felt in like the modern age with modern social media. And because of that, right. He played out his first contract and he decided, look, I'm getting fucking ripped apart and I've got to, I've got to make a choice for myself, right? Like I'm going to go win a chip. So I, I will say he left to a better situation for sure. But like, I don't feel that he can really be blamed in a negative way for that. Uh, Mike jumping in real quick. I just want to ask D when you said like, bringing a chip back to like your city like you know like how uh jordan did it for chicago and never left yeah, yeah. do you have any respect for lebron for going back to the Cavs? no because he went back when it was chip? good he went back when it was good when it was like oh shit the Cavs got this fucking dude Kyrie. i'm i got a little bit of help now and then fuck bro i need kevin love too because i can't play big man and do this shit too what about that he beat obviously you said without a ring it doesn't mean anything yeah but that Warriors team, and to come back from three to one, this is what I will. You say. gotta admit that's the greatest finals performance ever. Yeah, yeah. This is what I was gonna say. The only time I've ever cheered for LeBron legitimately was during that ser- series. The only time, one out of oh no, I cheered for him when he went to the first one. When he went to the first one, and I was like, "Fuck, bro!" I was like, "This dude's balling," you know, like he's actually trying hard. You know what I mean? There's heart in the kid. Whereas like. Yeah, and then he's playing. He's playing a stacked team on Tim Tim Duncan, but that goes. Tim Duncan stayed there career wise. Tim Duncan could have left. He he could have been like, damn, that little dude at fucking Cleveland's kind of killing it, man. He's like, maybe I go fucking win a chip for Cleveland. Why would you though, when you have a good owner and a great coach? You know what I mean? You know, like why why would Tim Duncan leave the Spurs when he had a historically great coach and an owner that believed in that team, right? I'm just that was just for arguments sake. I know, you get but, what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, you know, we we can kinda go back and forth on this all day. So I'll cut it short and I'll say, you know, agree to disagree on the whole like him him stacking the team in his favor. I think that that's just the way that the culture ended up moving, and I agree. He was the first one to do it, and he felt the negative impacts of that, right? Because then, obviously, the Celtics had their team with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, and yeah. I, I think they beat him in the playoffs like once or something like that. Yeah. Um. So you know, it hurt him in the end, obviously. And then you can't really say that about Golden State; like they drafted that team, so that's that's cool. But yeah. the culture has just changed now, you know. So the next, I guess, point that I want to address is how people kind of say Michael Jordan, and I agree is just a cold-blooded killer. He's he's a clutch monster. And and here's what I'll say to that, right? He has some of the most iconic basketball moments ever. Yes. Right? The series-winning shot against Utah, right? 
like in I think game six or whatever, like the one that's just like posted yeah. everywhere. Every like inspirational video, like three, two, one, like it's yeah. MJ, hundred percent, super sick. But when you look at like actual stats, like LeBron is actually a better clutch player than uh, Michael Jordan is, to to be completely honest. Which is crazy to think, right? Like how the hell could that be the case? But if you honestly look at like clutch shots, and let me try to find my stat sheet here. Define clutch. So the the way that clutch shots are defined in this metric that I'm about to pull up are shots in like the final uh, I think the final shot clock essentially or like within like the like final thirty shots? seconds Only of the those game ones? right game winning shots or like game clutching shots in like the final minute I think is, is okay. how they're defined so in those in those games um, he's actually has has a oh and they're also factoring in whether you're facing elimination in the playoffs. Or if you're like on the verge of eliminating the other team, and um, LeBron leads in all of those categories over Jordan. Like he has a higher close percentage, like a higher win percentage in games where he's about to be eliminated. He has a higher win percentage, and this is not like final shots. This is just like did he win the game? Did he lose the game? In games where he's about to eliminate the other team, and then he has um, just like better overall stats in terms of like make percentage on last second shots if you pull up the actual numbers than Jordan right so mathematically he is better in the clutch right like per these metrics well it makes sense he went to six four more finals than than MJ did 100% but all of these like stats are in percentages right it's not in like it's in takes versus makes, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of like dumbed down to like a per game basis almost as yeah, well. Yeah. So longevity means nothing in this stat. Right. Yeah. And in terms of record, I'm also looking at win percentage and not like total wins. So on in numbers, right. I'll, I'll say LeBron doesn't have like these defining moments minus maybe the block right against golden state. Yeah. But statistically he is more clutch than Michael Jordan and actually more clutch than Kobe when you actually like run the numbers. So it's, it's just how you look at it, right? Like we see these documentaries and like our parents got to watch MJ live. Right. Yeah. And like his legend is just growing and growing as time goes on. But like when you look at it, like objectively and mathematically, like LeBron is actually more clutch than he is. If you look at it that way, also looking at numbers, in terms of overall playoffs, not NBA Finals, not just NBA Finals, overall playoffs, right, counting from round one through whatever, yeah, the win percentages are closer than you might think. Um, so LeBron and MJ are actually pretty damn neck and neck in terms of, like, what their percentages are. I think they're both, like, sitting right around, like, 65 or something like that uh, if you factor in every playoff game, right? So that eliminates the biases of, like, LeBron making it to the NBA Finals and then losing, right? Which sucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely yeah, is not career, ideal. Career win- I actually have it. Career-winning percentage for MJ is uh, 65.9%. Career-winning percentage for LeBron is 65.4%. LeBron having played eleven or fourteen hundred and eleven games, uh, MJ playing a thousand seventy-two. Right. So, yeah. you know, pretty close, right? And that is like playoffs or playoffs in my mind. It doesn't matter if you're in the in the first round or the second round. I'll give an edge to NBA Finals. I think Finals, you know, are a little bit different. But like that, I think eliminates some of that bias that we see when MJ's fucking losing in the first round to the Pistons. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It. It just is realistically, it's closer than a lot of people will want to argue. 
So, do you know how many times LeBron has made it to the playoffs? Um, in his 20-year uh, reign. I'm sure you have the number. What is it? I don't, actually. Oh. That's, why I, that's why I asked. I just wanted to know because I have the number for MJ. I, I just didn't have time to look it up. I do him. have it for LeBron. He has made it, or he has missed the playoffs. One, two, three, four, four times in his career. Four times in his career. He's missed the that? playoffs. So out of his 20 years, he's made it 16 times. 16? Let's yeah. run a percentage. What's... So 16 divided by 20. I know everybody's probably going to laugh at me because I'm doing fucking this on <laughs> the calculator. But, uh, no, this this comes into effect. 80%. In 16 out of 20, right? Yeah. And then... Jordan went to the playoffs... All 13 years with the Bulls. Didn't miss a single playoff run. The only time he missed the playoffs was when he came back. I would totally, I would totally give you that argument. 100% I would give you that argument if you hadn't been preaching for like the last 20 minutes about if you didn't fucking win a chip, it doesn't fucking mean shit. So like how are you going to use... Play, I'm playing into yours now. But I'm saying how I'm are you... to play into yours. How are you going to use both sides of the coin, right? How are you going to say if you don't win the chip, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. Because I'm, be like, I'm willing to believe you that you're like, okay, cool, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the ring, whatever. He went to the thing 10 times and fucking lost more than he won. Cool. You can have that. If we go to the playoff percentages... Every neck single, and neck. yeah, neck and neck. It's a six, six over seven, almost seven percent difference. We're talking about win percentage, though. Okay, I was talking about win percentage. You're talking about make rate. That's fine. Like make it to the playoffs. Yeah, right? make it to the playoffs. Okay. We can even go deeper as who makes it to the conference championships. I don't know if you want to necessarily you would, do that one. You know what I mean? Now, I hear you. I'm just saying I don't know if you necessarily want to make that argument because I don't know if if MJ actually wins that one. Um. Fair enough. You know, I guess I'll, I'll close on this, right, is that we all know that championships don't mean everything, right? Like, yeah. if, if they truly meant everything, and I know you're not saying this. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm no, just no. Saying. Everybody says this. Right. It, fucking Bill Russell would be the GOAT, right? And Robert Ory would be better than MJ because he's 7-0, and right, in the yeah. finals. So we all know that it doesn't mean everything. It's a big piece of it. Yeah. It is a part of it. Uh, like we said, we listed out those five kind of tasks or, or those five criteria or whatever. And, um, you know, I think I think LeBron's career kind of speaks for himself in a lot of ways. I think the one ding on him, like we already mentioned, is that Mavs finals that he uh, shit the bet on. Like, for sure. That, that one, if you have an argument against LeBron, like, that's the one to bring up because that's the one that nobody can deny. Um, I also, I'm going to let you speak continuously. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Go it, ahead. Go for it. My bad. No, I was just going to I was just going to close out saying um, once we're done talking about stats, though, I think that LeBron is the GOAT for reasons additional to, like, actual basketball play. His off-the-court, um, you know, activities and antics and all that good stuff, uh, at least in my mind, add to his legacy. And I, I'll also say this before I let you go. I think that even not considering his off-the-court stuff, I think that I, I still think he's the GOAT, but it, this just adds to, to LeBron's legend. Um, <clears throat> I just want to jump in with how my brother brought in the off-the-court stuff. If we're talking, like, iconic, like, legendary stuff, I feel like off the court I would have to give Jordan that edge just because of the shoes. And the impact like that, the entire culture. The impact that Jordan's shoes did on culture and fashion, I feel like that fashion aspect off the court, Jordan has that on lock over LeBron. But one stat that I did want to bring up 
that wasn't mentioned between uh, the debate between my brother and D was how LeBron was able, and I've actually talked with D about this stat before, is those 10 times he went to the finals, they were all with rookie-like coaches, like their first year on that team. And so back to my brother's point of making his own destiny and picking who he wants on his team and stuff, like I feel like that's such an amazing stat to get to the finals that many times with coaches that sucked. So it was basically as if LeBron coached and played his way to those finals. Yeah. But again, back to the off the court thing, I do think Jordan is a little more iconic. I would say a lot more iconic off the court based off of his shoes and his impact, I guess I would say. I don't know. I think you're forgetting the yabba dabba do old Navy. <laughs> the shit that LeBron has, bro. Going back, going back. I do want to... LeBron's meme culture is definitely had an impact. Bro, the crying baby face Jordan? Oh, yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> just, I think I will say this, too, is back to like Jordan being just like a cold-blooded killer. All of his teammates said that kind of like hate they hated him like they all fucking hated his guts honestly whereas like lebron i feel like he gets a lot of love from his teammates that he has played with he's a pussy bro i i I won't deny that like you know he he definitely like the whole la flop era like you know he'll he'll cry for his things like that but i think lebron what i have a lot of respect from both sides is i respect jordan so much for just going at the game with just pure killer instinct and being hated and forcing his teammates to do what they had to do to get him to where he needed to be but i have a lot of also this is why i'm straight down the middle and i'm the mediator i also have so much respect for lebron just enjoying and playing the game of basketball and making it a fun environment for his teammates because if i was being a teammate and i knew i'd never be as good as jordan or lebron and i was just a part of the team i would I wouldn't you really want to play with Jordan, bro. I'd be so scared of him. He was he was literally socking his teammates in the face to like play better. Whereas I feel like Jordan or LeBron would be like, "Hey man, what's up?" He's like, "Let's go like get a drink." I can like guarantee that. you Jordan's teammate didn't run the other fucking way with the ball. That is facts. And I mean, I They knew how to play, bro. They were fucking intimidated. Terrified. It, it was like Cuz that's what winning is, though. Winning is I want to fucking kill to fucking get this championship and it shows yeah but he did also have a hall of fame coach every single year so his teammates he wasn't good though he was a rookie coach his teammates were probably pretty well prepared he was a rookie coach though he had never coached until he coached the bulls phil jackson and jordan combined it was kind of like how bill belichick wasn't good until he was with tom brady and the patriots you know what i mean fair enough he wasn't he wasn't hall of fame status until they started winning together so, it, like, Jordan did the first three-peat, right? And then he goes and he's like, I'm done, guys. I'm going to play baseball. Goes to play a different sport. Comes back and then dominates the league the next year. Winning 72 games, losing 10, wins the ship. And then the next year wins 69 games. Almost back-to-back 70 win seasons. So, that's where I'm like, it's, sure, he was a dickhead and whatever. But he pushed you to win. He wanted to win that bad. LeBron doesn't. LeBron on his night where he won the fucking whatever, uh, where he beat Kareem, he sat out the entire fourth quarter. He didn't want to win that game. The Lakers aren't even in the playoff contest right now. That's the difference. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. Like I, I've never intended to come into this conversation and say that 
that LeBron was more of like a fucking cold-blooded, like, I want to win type guy more than MJ. That's just not the case. Um, but it comes down to, like, philosophy, like Mike was saying, you know, uh, and that that's kind of goes into the, the off-court stuff. I think that LeBron, love him or hate him, uh, whatever your stance is on all this stuff, like, as, like, a uh, an activist for, like, African-American rights and, and, and all that kind of good stuff, I, I see that as a positive, personally. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole, like... Uh, what is it? Shut up and dribble like campaign thing. Like, I think that he really utilizes his, his platform to, to bring good into the world. I think he's just a good guy. And I think that like Mike said, you know, like MJ, I I don't, I I can't say he was a bad guy. Right. But he just was kind of a dick. Right. Yeah. Advocate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. He stayed out of it. Cause I remember that like, even in the last dance, they talk about how like, it was like, it was a mayor and he was like, uh, he was a black dude. And then the fucking Republican dude was running. He's like, Republicans buy MJ's too. He's 100%. like, I fucking don't care. And I respect that. As a businessman, I, I get that, where he's coming from there. But, but yeah, look, like LeBron's outreach, you know, with the school and his donations and, and just being, like, a positive role model for, like, young people in a way that MJ wasn't. Like, fucking MJ was smoking on them sticks and sipping on that yak, bro. <laughs> like, and he was gambling, bro. And he was. And, you know, whatever. Now that I'm a grown-up, I don't give a fuck. Like, if MJ was right now, like, in his prime, I'd be like, that shit is dope. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing, though, like, when uh, people like fucking joe burrow because he goes and yeah, every single yeah. afc every single afc north one he wins he fucking smokes a stogie and they're like damn bro that's that goes back to having character as a like a like a player you know what right, I mean? right to where you're like you got a little bit of swag you got a little bit of edge but uh there is a couple stats i I've, i'm not done <laughs> so jordan played what did i say a hundred uh a thousand seventy two games right so uh he played nine seasons where he had 82 games because everybody talks about the longevity of LeBron and he's a durable player. Yep. LeBron has played one 82 game season and it was in his first few seasons with the Cavs. Does it matter? Yes, bro. It matters because if you're sitting out 206 games in your career, you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> are you durable? Are you really, you can't even play a full season. Yeah. If, if MJ sat out, I'm sure he would have played more time. This is the other thing, too, is that in his entire 13 years with the Bulls, minus the one season where he broke his ankle, Jordan missed seven games. No, I'll give you that. You know, the NBA, was it was a different league back then, right? And you can look at, like, historic numbers, like, not just LeBron, right? Like, this is the trend of the league, right? Yeah. Is people back in the day, right, 90s, 80s, whatever, like, there were, like, so many players that played 82 games a year, right? It was commonplace. That was, like, the standard. Yeah. You know, you're getting fucking paid to play 82 games. You're going to play 82 games, you know? And I think that was, like, the owner culture that I was referencing earlier is, like, you know, get out there and play type shit. Yeah. And nowadays, like, I think that, it's become apparent, at least in my opinion, that 82 games is, like, too many fucking games, like, in the regular season, right? Like, I think that everybody wants to see playoff ball, and you obviously need to build a basis for a season to see who the best players are for seeding. I agree with that. I don't think you need 82 games for that. That's why I'm not really tripping on the fact that LeBron and them sit out some games. I think that there's absolutely no intelligent way that you could try to say that LeBron is less durable than MJ. If anything, Bro. it's a wash. Just because if you go look at minutes, right? Go look at minutes. He sat out 12 games this season. That's more than MJ's 12 years. 12 years. And you're telling me LeBron one season has sat out 12 games? Well, 
go look at minutes, bro. Look at overall minutes. Look at overall games played. Like, not on, like, a, oh, he missed seven games this one season and that was, like, it. Like, look at totals. And, like, we'll see who the real Iron Man is. I don't have the numbers offhand, but, like, I think that it's there's absolutely no intelligent conversation that could be made to say that LeBron is not One of those 82 Iron seasons Man. is in his last year with the Wizards. Yeah, because that guy wasn't running up and down the fucking court, dude. He wasn't running. He, he was averaged like 32 points per game that, that No, he did not. Look it up he right did. now. Look it up. You have your iPad. I want you to look at these <laughs> fucking points right now because he did not average 32 with the Wizards in his Watch. last year. But does that – like you get what I mean? I do want to say though like in terms of like – I wouldn't, I won't go into the durability argument because that's what they're debating right now. I'll let D pull up the minutes numbers and they can continue on that. But I do have a lot of respect for Jordan because they even talk about it in the last dance. Like he knew that people were paying like the last of their dollars just because they thought it would be the only time they would ever see him play. And he would always make sure to go out and ball out every single game he possibly could. Unless obviously he broke his ankle, (laughs) you know, extreme circumstances. So in terms of like that legendary status, I do give Jordan a lot of credit and respect on that regard because – he would always play to the best of his ability out of respect for his fans that were paying to go see him. Yeah. And obviously I do think that goes back to just different time periods. You know, nowadays we can all watch watching it on television is 10 times better than seeing it in real life now. So it's like if LeBron does sit out, like obviously it's whatever we could still watch him play in HD 4K on our in the comfort of our homes but back in the day when that wasn't like that and you were looking at a fuzzy tv screen at 200p i do think like jordan does have a lot of respect for me for knowing that that was the case and going out and showing out for those fans that would go and pay to see him yeah i mean i kind of agree with what you're saying now that tv's so good it's like all right what does it really matter and let's be real jordan wasn't out there for them kids bro (laughs) He was out there because he was a killer. I I agree with you there. Like he yeah, was he's out a there. He was out there to win games for sure, and he, and he did a lot of that shit. But yeah, and of course he fucking was like a producer of the documentary. Of course he's gonna want to make himself look good. But I pulled up the minutes. LeBron total minutes fifty three thousand four eighty one. MJ total minutes forty one thousand eleven. So I I don't know if you can necessarily make that argument. Um, or maybe we're just looking at longevity and like toughness, uh, and like, uh, like that Iron Man aspect in a different way. You know, I think that it makes sense to maintain your health over an 82 game season where not every eight, every single one of the 82 games matters. So skipping a back to back here and there, which LeBron does sometimes, um, I, I don't see a big deal in that personally, but, uh, you know, I guess I, I guess I see what you're saying there. MJ averages, they average the same amount of minutes per game. Yeah. So I, I never said like, I'm just saying like, but you, like, you get what I mean? He's playing. He's pl- <laughs> Cause that was the whole point was that MJ's playing more games per season and also playing the same amount of minutes as LeBron for like half the amount of seasons. Half bro. Well, you know on. what I mean? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm obviously exaggerating there, but you know what I mean? That's why I'm saying is like, the durability thing with LeBron, if anything, LeBron's soft. He's still, like, he's soft. He doesn't play as many games. If he played more games, I think we would have a better comparison there. But we don't. But he doesn't. He sits out. 
Yeah, I mean, he's also fucking 38 years old, you know? And uh, do you have that MJ, that, that yeah. wizard stat by chance? Because I have it, no, if not. because we went into... I fucking missed it. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we fucking went into other things. <laughs> what is it? it? It's not actually 32 points a game what when is he it? was with the Wizards. It's uh, it's actually 21. Right, two. shit, then. <laughs> One stat I was wrong on. I know. I'm just talking shit, but it's, it's a funny point. What, what was your next point, D? I know you had a couple there written down. Oh, yeah. Uh... There are only three franchises to ever do a three-peat. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Bulls are the only... Well, actually, my bad, my bad, my bad. I forgot that they were named something else. The Minneapolis Lakers did it the first time. They were the first team to ever do a three-peat. Then the Boston Celtics with fucking... <laughs> with the Bill, GOAT, Bill Russell? Russell? <laughs> no, that's tough. There was like eight eight teams in the league that at that point, and they're all like... There this were two is, black dudes, bro, and, and Wilt and fucking Bill. And the NBA is like, the NBA is their second job. Like, they're fucking like plumbers during the day and shit, and then they go play NBA at night. Like, you know what I mean? No, I agree. Yeah. That, this is what I brought up with Mike. To, to go back to football, do you know who the second best team in the NFL is if we're talking championships? Who's that? The Chicago Bears. Oh, because if you're like talking like pre-merger, like yeah, all that you shit. Know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like it's kind of like we can't count those. No, you're right, and that's why bi- the the Bill Russell argument is dumb. But I will say the Robert Ory one is not because he's seven and oh in basically the same era as Michael Jordan. But he's not the reason why they win. I understand that, but you that's what, what I'm saying. That's why championships aren't everything. I, no, I get. That. I agree. I know. I'm just. But there's saying. that difference. You, you know what I mean? If that Bulls team missed Michael Jordan. They're not winning six chips, and it's clear he went. No, you're for, right. He went for two seasons. He missed two seasons. Yeah, no, no, nobody's mind. saying that they would have won it without him. That's uh, I, I agree with you. But no, going back, the Bulls are the only consistent franchise. This is what I saw: consistent because they were the Minneapolis Lakers. Then it goes the Boston Celtics. Then it goes the Chicago Bulls. Do it twice. Then it goes uh, Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue with that. Uh, three people crazy. He did it twice. Some people would argue that if he would have not left the league, he would have fucking won eight in a row. But yeah. this, this conversation is not built off like, what ifs. Yeah, that's you know what, what I was mean? saying, bro. That's so. why I was like, I can't. Because like, somebody was like, if we inflate MJ's stats, and it's like, yeah, you bro, can't you do can't, it. Right? You can't predict that. I can't predict if MJ was going to fucking continuously play like a dominant motherfucker for you know fucking three more years on top of that yeah he couldn't have only lebron really could probably do that because we've seen it right we we've seen it and i'm allowed to say that because we're watching it happen of course if we sat out 10 or 12 games out of the year i mean yeah bro i would probably (laughs) i would probably play a lot better i would argue that if mj sat out 20 games a year he wouldn't play 20 years bro these are all what ifs right like these are all what whatever I'm just saying, based off of what is actually going on in the real world, we've seen LeBron play for 20 years at a very high level, this is and we did not see MJ play for 20 years at an extremely high level, or at all. He played, what, 13, right? Because his last two years in, in Washington, we, we yeah. just said And I'll, was, actually, I'll give you 12 because he broke an ankle. Right. But that season probably doesn't count anyways. So Oh, I, I like took it out because I was like, if we exclude that, and that's how it was like even. You know right, what I mean? right. I compared like I took those out. I also took out the points he played during that time. Sure. So I like basically said MJ didn't play this year. Right, and I agree with that. So because I think that's garbage, bro. I mean, he started all seventeen of those games, and then broke his fucking ankle, and was like, all right, I can't, I can't really bring. He didn't play the full season. Right. Yeah, that's not an L or a dub. It's just kind of out of the out of the the numbers. Yeah, and then 
Do you know how many all-stars LeBron James has played with in his career? Oh, man. You know, I'd hate to have this conversation of all-stars because do, are we talking all-stars or all-pro slash Hall of Fame, right? Because there's a difference, right? Like, we see shit that, players. I do Hall of Fame because LeBron's still in the modern era, so he's played with people. I did all-stars based on, like, you went to the all-star game. Right, year. but what kind of – I know that what the numbers are going to say, right? They're going to yeah. say LeBron played with a shit more all-stars in his in his career than, uh, than MJ has. Yeah. But – I want to talk about Hall of Famers, and I guess I can't make the argument of future Hall of Famers because that's all just speculation. Yeah. But That's why it's tough. That's why I chose but, All-Stars in those years. But, but my argument there is that All-Stars have, have meant less and less as, as years go on. Like, shit players are getting... How do I say? Not, not shit players, right? But, like, fucking... Uh, LeBron handpicked his team this year. I would argue that he did not. He handpicked his team... Uh, in um in Cleveland the year he won no, 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 the, the no, chip no, in no, Cleveland. No, I don't mean like the Lakers, like for the All Star game. Oh well yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he was given a pool to pick out of, right? He didn't create the pool. The players and like there's like a big voting that goes into like who makes all stars. Yeah. Okay, okay. I see so, your point. I see your point. You know what I mean? So like I would I would and I know neither of us have these numbers, but I would look at all pros, right? If you make an all pro team, that means you're truly one of the best at your position and you can make an all star game and not be an all pro. That can happen. Yeah. So it, it's a little tough, but fair enough. I, I know what the numbers say. You so know what I mean? Fair enough. He, I mean, he has more superstars built around him. He, he's played with some good players. I think that, you know, obviously you can, you can argue that, um, you know, Scottie Pippen is probably the best second man like to ever play in the NBA, you know, with, with Jordan. Yeah. Um, I think Scottie, Scottie actually played where LeBron plays now. Right, like like they play the same position. Right, great player. Nobody's dismissing anything Scotty uh, has done. Um, you know, maybe future. I guess doesn't like Scotty, but uh, that that's about the only person I can think. Yeah, <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like, Kyrie's probably going to be, you know, one of the best players LeBron's played with, for sure. Yeah, I would and say D Wade, obviously, hundred percent. I think D Wade is the best player that LeBron ever played with. I'm gonna be real. I think in Miami, I don't even the I don't even think that that's a big three because I don't think that Chris Bosh was worthy of being a big three member. Chris well, Bosh, that the year that they merged, Chris Bosh went to the all. <laughs> he went to the All Star game. So right. That's why I was like. So I was like, oh, sh-, like him. D. They all three went to the All Star game. Exactly. Yeah. They all they all balled out, bro. I can't. But then they go and then they shit the well. LeBron shits the bucket against the Mavs. Yeah, you know it's crazy, right? Uh, that that was a big L on LeBron's. Like even I can't really dismiss that or deny that. Like it just is what it is. I think like what we're kind of coming at, and you know, you as the listeners probably are, are getting this between this conversation with me and D is that you know D just values different things than I do in this goat debate. Like I value what I was arguing was longevity, right? Twenty years of high level play. I value the versatility in that LeBron, I think, is a better passer and rebounder, uh, slightly worse scorer, uh, and he can play every single position, uh, and he can kind of, you know, do do a lot of different things. Uh, and I think D, you know, values like dominance in in terms of peak, like because. What do you mean by peak? I I heard you say that earlier, but it's yeah, not like he really had a peak. Yeah, so I think that like there there were clearly years where LeBron was the best player in the league, right? Like yeah. y- you would even agree with that. Um, and in that, I would say by peak, I mean, how much better was he than the second best player in the league? And I think that LeBron's peak is smaller 
than Jordan's, right? Like he was better than the second best player in the league by I'm like making up numbers that mean nothing by 20%. Like we put him on like an arbitrary scale. Exactly. It was like one to a hundred and LeBron's at 80 and the other dude's like at 70. Right. And then when MJ was the best player in the league, MJ was at 90 and the other guy was at 70. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a bigger margin of excellence over the people that he was better at. So he had a higher peak in my opinion, but that peak lasted for less time, right? So it's, you're weighing, you think so? Oh, totally. Because think about this, right? Like was, was MJ the best player in the league for all, I I don't know, like 10 years of his, of his bulls run, like the first 10 years of of the bulls run. Do you think? Yes. Arguably. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. I, I would say, I mean, when the, when the Pistons have to come up with the Jordan rules in order to win, it's it's pretty clear cut and dry that they're worried about this dude. I think people would argue with you that early in in uh, Jordan's career, Magic was better than him. Bird was maybe better than him because he was a kid at that point, right? Yeah, fresh out of college. I think you could make course, that argument as well. Of course, but when when you say that, Magic and Bird both say MJ's better than them. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's it's always easy to say, oh man, that guy was really fucking good after you just whooped their ass in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like every person when but you they, play, they say that now though. You know no, what I mean? I, no, I hear you, and I think they acknowledge the greatness, and I am too. But I'm just saying, like, you could argue early in his career he wasn't the best player in the league, and I, I am making that argument. Uh, same thing with LeBron, right? In his like first two years, I don't think he was the best player in the league, right? They didn't even make the playoffs those years. Um, but I think that LeBron was like a top three player for a, a longer period, and then even now into his like twentieth season, he is like a top ten player. I'm not going to go so far as to say top five or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but the 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 peak is lower. He's not that much better than all of his peers, but it's lasted longer. So you know, if we're talking graphs, right? Like Jordan's is is just a little bit more of a steep upside down parabola, and then you know LeBron's is a little bit flatter. For all of my non-math nerds, you'll have to go Google what go that means. Go look up means. a parabola yeah. <laughs> and fucking look at it. Um, so, so that's you know that's the argument I guess I would make there is is that I think that that uh, sustained excellence, albeit at a lower peak, uh, to me it, it almost brings them closer together in in terms of argument. Um, so you know that's what I have to say about that. I guess. Yeah, I think it's arbitrary to me anyway, because I'm like I'm thinking about LeBron, but LeBron hasn't made the playoffs in the last few years like and argue being one of the best players you know like if you're gonna make the argument that he's top 10 i would expect you know a few of the top 10 players to <laughs> make it to the playoffs i mean there's eight seat there's eight seeds in the west if you're a top 10 player your squad should be going to the playoffs especially when you're playing with russell westbrook and Anthony Davis. Okay, don't come at me with this russell westbrook nonsense we know that guy was ass and you know it too Russell, but I mean, before they before they got him, bro, he was he was good. He averaged a triple double the season before they got him. Yeah, bro, but you watch the games. Don't play with me. You know he but was. That's, ass. But that's what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I hear you, um, and I agree. I think that LeBron, it, it is on him right now to will the Lakers this year into the playoffs, yeah. at least to the play-in, right? Fuck, because the West is wide open right now. Um, you know, I guess if you're going to fucking talk shit about LeBron for, for kind of missing the playoffs these last couple years, we got to also talk shit about Jordan for not taking those Wizards to the playoffs oh, in his last year. You know what I mean? I agree with so, that. So, like, I, and, I, and I know that in your mind, you're, you know that that's the case. Like, it, it applies to both. But you don't say it to the podcast the difference, so the listeners the don't is, is hear that. that. Well, no, 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 no. There's a difference is that I don't think Jordan was a top 10 player in those last two years with the Wizards. Okay, fair enough. 
I don't think he's that good. You know what I mean? All right. That's I not mean, the argument you were Kobe's trying to make there, like Kobe, 15 minutes ago, but Cor- fair no, enough. No, no, no. <laughs> I said over career. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you ever, I don't think he's old, like I don't think he's that good. Kobe was playing during that era. Shaq was playing. That. Those are way better players and way better teams. So, if that's the case, like they they were going to fuck him up. You know what I mean? Like sure. MJ MJ was washed, bro. He was washed at that point. It was kind of like Tom this last year like, dude, you probably should have fucking just right. retired when you Left retired. Left on top. Yeah. Like that that's what I mean. But uh no, I wouldn't consider him top 10 in that area. But if you're top 10 now, if you're number eight player in the league, you should be number eight in the West at the very minimum. And the whole reason I say that is because MJ's team, his first year with the Bulls, they wanted him to tank. You guys have all seen the doc. And he wills them back to win to barely fucking make it in to the Eastern Conference uh, fucking whatever, uh, to the playoffs. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. Just even if, he, even if he makes it there. But you know what I mean? That's where I'm like, bro, the GOAT doesn't do that. You know what I mean? You the GOAT doesn't just let his team lie down and lose whenever he's like, he could have easily won him that game against the fucking OKC. Name me three OKC players today. I couldn't name one. Oh, fuck. Three of them have the same name, which makes this even more sad that I can't do it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, MJ was playing against oh, Bird, Magic, arguably some of the greatest people. And people would argue, Mike has said this too, people would argue that they're the greatest of all time. You know what I mean? Damn. And even those people are like, MJ's better than me. I, you know, I will say this, right? I think that I think that basketball has come a long way in like the last 20, 30 years, whatever. Yeah, the the shooting, Steph changed that. That's why he's, you know, in a lot of people's top 15s or top 10s or whatever. Um, but, like, just people in general have gotten better at basketball over the years. That's why I'm really glad you didn't, like, bring up this whole era bullshit. No. So no, I would never say that. I, I think the eras are different. So with that, what do you think about this? Because this is something that I've debated a long time. Because, like I said, I'm not here to diminish Jordan's greatness. But, like, I think that we really have to start looking at this in terms of eras. Like, who was the goat of their era? Because I just I think that shit's too different between time. Like, we're trying to right now to say who's the overall goat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're trying to. But, like, it, it's really hard. And there's, like, a lot of holes in these arguments. So... I don't know, you know, because obviously Jordan would would be the goat of his era. I think that fucking LeBron would be the goat of his era, and then before Jordan is probably like Kareem or some shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then maybe Wilt before that. So I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I I think that there's an argument to be made with both players, obviously, right? Like that's that's why they're the two that get talked about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mike said if they're not your <laughs> one and two, then you know your list is pretty fucking stupid, basically. Um. So I guess that's really all that I wanted this to come to is like the fact that some people say it's not even close. I think it's at least close. It at least garners See, I'm one of discussion. the people that say we're LeBron needs to do some more shit. He needs to win another chip. I think if he wins another chip, then we're in the realm. Then so we're close. So what are you going to do? And this is again, theoretical. We're, we're past the, the actual discussion. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now we're getting into theoreticals. Yeah, theoreticals. Here. So if, if we're doing that, what are you going to do when LeBron is obviously the number one scorer in terms of longevity by a long margin? Yeah. He's going to probably enter uh, top, well, maybe not because Chris Paul's still playing, but he's top five in assists. He's going to be top 10 in rebounds when it's all said and done. This guy's like top seven, top eight in every single statistical category. And if he has five chips, then are you going to start bitching even more about the losses in the finals or, or what, what's your argument going to be then? In no. this theoretical situation. I don't think you could bitch about the losses. I mean, bro, if you win six, 
he wins six. There's nothing to say after that. Yeah. I'm like, you matched. All right, fair enough. You fair matched. Enough. It doesn't matter how many times you go. You know what I mean? It matters how many times you win. All right. I appreciate the that you're counting the wins and, and you're not necessarily counting the losses as a negative. You're just calling them a dead season. Yeah, because I, I went into this argument with Mike of like, uh, like it would have been better. I said that it would have been better if LeBron wouldn't have even had went. And we know that's not true. Well, I thought about it. Because I kind of agree with it and I kind of don't. I'm on the fence about it. Because I'm like, well, LeBron had a cakewalk through the East. You know what I mean? If he would have had tougher competition, but that's not on him. You're that's right. why I was like, yeah. it's not on him. But he, it contributes to like that player hopping thing. You know what I mean? So he was playing like the Spurs. The Spurs were fucking dominant. I can't, I can't take that away from them. So he's playing the mm-hmm. best team probably at the time. And then he goes and plays the Warriors, which he led to that culture of team hopping. They drafted that team, like you said. Mm-hmm. But then they get KD, and it's, it's yeah, a that, that, that was dumb, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I mean is like – it's tough to – I can see both sides of that, my own argument that I made. It's like an internal battle that I'm having of like do I bring it up or do I not or do I even consider it? You yeah, know what I mean? I don't think you can because like even looking at football, right? Like we don't hate on Tom Brady because he was in the fucking division with the, the Bills before they got Josh Allen when they sucked every year yeah. and the Dolphins when they fucking sucked every year. Like, you know, it's not his fault. He's in the fucking division that he's in and he wins his game. So, like, you know, it is what it is. But Yeah. The other thing too is that uh, Tom – like, he wasn't – the Patriots weren't the best team when he won his first three Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, and that was, like, a good defense. He really didn't contribute a bunch. So, yeah. like – He kind of gets carried a little bit. He, he got carried in his, like, first two. Which, I don't think I don't think we could say that about LeBron or MJ. Like, if they were – like, their team carried them. No, that never – I don't never, think so. They have definitely happened. key players. Yeah, like, that, uh, Mike brought this up, too. Like, Ray Allen hitting the shot. But then we talk about Steve Kerr Steve also. Steve Kerr also yeah. hit that shot. Um, I want to just ask you, D, just – if LeBron, obviously this is hypothetical again. We've reached this realm. We're at nearing the end here. If LeBron wins two more and gets six, would you say LeBron's the goat? What argument would you have at that point? The fact that it took him <laughs> more trips to get to the See, finals. You just said that it didn't matter the losses. No, you I get that. Yeah, but I could see why people would call him the goat. I would be like, all right, personally, my own personal goat would be this. You know what I mean? Just because I value things differently. Now I'm speaking for the general public. As in, if you think LeBron's the GOAT, you're kind of not there yet. You know what I mean? My argument now is like, Le- or, uh, LeBron isn't the GOAT. Because if he was, he would have done all of these things correctly. If he wins those two, I'd be like, my personal GOAT is MJ. Your personal GOAT is LeBron. That's fine. You know what I mean? That's fair. I think we could just boil it back down to, they're the one and two. They're the one and two. There's always going to be a debate until basketball probably dies or someone else comes and is better than those two, which I don't see happening in our lifetimes. We'll be long dead before that happens. But, again, one and two, reversible switch. I just want to ask you guys to kind of, like, close things off because we're starting to get to just, like, circuitous Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're know, going circular. Debate. Yeah, I feel. I want you guys to list the top five. Top five NBA players all time. And obviously, I, you guys weren't prepared for this. You didn't think about it all the way. But just off the dome, off the rip, who's the top? Who, what's your top five? Okay. Go for it. All right. I will say, obviously, my number one is LeBron. Number two is MJ. Number three, I have 
I I mean, I have Kareem, right? Like, he has all the chips. He's got all the, the career stats, longevity as well, MVPs. He did it, like, really on his own when he was with the Bucks for the most part. I guess he had Oscar Robertson, I think, on that team. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Did he uh, only win, like, one chip with the Bucks? Yeah, he only won the one over there. Yeah. So I've got Kareem three. Number four, I probably have Magic at number four. Because, um, yeah, that dude was, was beasting out. And he was going toe-to-toe with fucking Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. that shit was insane. And then number five, I actually have, like, kind of a little bit of a of a wild card here. I think I think I have Steph Curry, actually, at my number five, um, which a lot of people are like, what Kobe? the fuck? You didn't put Kobe in there? Kobe is not, unfortunately, and, and kind of for the reasons of, like, uh, getting carried a little bit. Um, getting carried a little bit by Shaq in, like, the first couple, you know, because Shaq was – Maybe not the best player in the league, but he was, like, the most dominant player probably, like, in terms of, like, just fucking making you his little biatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He was shattering backboards yeah. and pelvises, bro. So so I am, you know, saying he had a little bit of, of help there. And I, I think that Steph truly, like, from the ground up, like, changed NBA, made it a shooter's game. Like, you see it now, fucking, we're chucking up hella threes every game. That wasn't even a thing when MJ was a player. Like, you would get fucking yelled at by your coach if you shot more than, like, two threes in a game. You know what I mean? Which is even crazy to think that he scores more points than him in a game. Right, right. And then uh, I truly think that that whole, like, KD shit, like, I'm obviously not going to hate on on Steph for that uh, because I think that. It's management, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they would have won that shit even without him, to be honest. So, yeah, Steph is my number five. Hmm. I'm going to go MJ number one. I saw a good I saw a good debate for why Kobe should be two, but I'm going to put LBJ three. LeBum is number three, or number two, I mean. Uh, number three. Nah, it ain't going to be Kobe. He was saying he's going to be two, and then he's all, nah, he ain't three, though. <laughs> no, that fucker, no. Because I agree. You brought up a good point. Kobe got carried. Yeah, Hardcore. If it wasn't better, for yeah. Shaq, Kobe's not winning two of them. You know what I mean? And obviously, Kobe. I feel like Kobe's been getting a lot of more bumps in the list because he obviously, died. Yeah, he died. You know, people die. Think of Juice and all these rappers. You die, you're gonna listen to their music more. You, they die. You know, if LeBron were to die tomorrow, when this pod drops, I guarantee you some things would change. Some some people would be respecting a lot of the things that he did a little bit more if he were to die. Still a shitty player. <laughs> trash bro but i will say though like this love for kobe like obviously like he that was like our era d like we watched kobe play and like lebron play mainly we never watched jordan i'm a celtics fan bro so i watched him what my team's ass like three years in a row but i i will side with like my brother and saying like i think Shaq overall was more dominant in basketball i think kobe like he took all so many shots. Like he was like the ball hog. When I think of like a ball hog in like the NBA terms, I would say Kobe is number one draft pick for just literally. Yeah. This is my ball. I'm shooting every shot, and so that's why I feel like Kobe is not like he's definitely a top ten player for me. But I wouldn't put Kobe in my top five either, just because I don't know something about him just like is tainted to me. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention. Oh fuck! This just popped in my brain. I forgot to mention this. Oh, shit. MJ's also an NCAA champ as a freshman. Took the game-winning shot. Yeah, but LeBron didn't go to college, bro. He didn't make it to the playoffs either his first year in the NBA. He's fucking 17, bro. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I mean? 
MJ goes and wins an NCAA championship. Yeah, but that that team he was on though, if you go look at it, was like probably the the most insane like collection of of college basketball talent that has ever existed. Like it had who like is who has it? It was like uh fucking uh what's his name Worthy I think was on that team. Uh, there was like two. He was a number three pick, I think. MJ or what was he? Number three, yeah, number yeah, two, yeah. something number like three. that. Uh, before him, the guy the year before him was like the number one pick. These are all old fucks. So I don't know their names. Sorry, but like, go look at the draft class from that team. It was insane. And uh, I give MJ his props. He was the freshman on the team, and he hits that fucking game winner in the in the NCAA's. So. Yeah, it's just just like another accolade to add on. Yeah, no, he's he, like I also brought. He's a winner. Also going to bring up like uh, what is it called? Fucking. Medals, gold medals. They both have two. Uh, fuck. LeBron went one time and fucking failed and got a silver. And then Kobe had to fucking get on the team, bro. And fucking, that's when he ran through Powell's chest and fucking about killed yeah. his teammate. That's also a good documentary if you guys haven't seen it. What is Dope, it? though. Huh? The Redeem Team or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, what I mean? But it's also like MJ's playing with the arguably the great, no, the greatest team ever assembled in yeah. the history of the NBA. Yeah, I'll give you that. Nah. I'll but. Yeah, uh, fuck, bro. Nah, we probably will put Kobe at three. He's a killer. <laughs> He's a fucking cold-blooded killer, bro. <laughs> you have him one. I'm put. I would do this, bro. If I had Steph versus Kobe one on one, I would bet whatever money I had, all of it, my parents' house, cars, everything, on Kobe. Damn, poor Keith and Erica are gonna be fucking big chilling at Mikey's house. He'd probably Kobe first game. He'd probably just take a fucking technical and fucking knock Steph out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just probably, fucked up. He like probably that. would, bro. You know what I mean? He just get him out up. the game. <laughs> so like that, I think like that mentality plays into it a little bit for me. I like that fucking thing, bro. Where they're like, because I'm fucking like that. Like I want to fucking kill you whenever I'm fucking playing. Like if we're playing pickup game basketball, I'm like, bro. I want to fucking embarrass you. Like, if somebody scored on me and they're like, oh, I fucking scored on you. And I'm like, all right, bitch. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking take it to the hole fucking 18 times in a row. All I know how to do is a fucking layup. Or if I go, I'll hit it like a little jump shot or something. Oh, yeah. Where I do like a, it's the, literally the MJ fadeaway thing that no, he shit. always does. Yeah, yeah. But like that, personally to me, that's why I like MJ so much is I feel like I want to be a fucking killer. Yeah, I yeah I, I will agree. So yeah, we'll put Kobe at three, number four. Fuck Kareem. Kareem, he just plays in a different era though. I just like, you know what I mean. Kareem's also one of those dudes where he's dominating in a time where there's yeah basically nobody like him. It, for us, it's hard to do these old fucks, right? Because we don't even know, like we don't even watch him play. Like, we, what a better question, and we might have to say this for the next pod, but like top five players that you actually fucking watched with your own eyes. You know what I'm saying? Cause that would be eras, be... bro. 10 year eras because I'm like thinking about it. Cause I remember Kobe. I just remember him whooping fucking Paul Pierce's ass in the that, finals. That shit would be insane, bro. Like you'd have KD up there. You'd obviously have Kobe in your list. You'd have fucking Steph up there. The only thing know. is like KD wasted so many years, bro. Of being like on the fucking <laughs> with OKC. Like who would believe bro? If I would tell my kids, I'd be like, they were like, dad, you heard about, James Hart, fucking Harden and Russell Westbrook and fucking uh, what's his name? That's gonna be weird when KD. we're old and they're talking about LeBron and Steph like as if they're old. <laughs> yeah, I want to ask though. Uh, Hold on, let me get four. Oh, yeah, let me get go, four go, and go. five. <laughs> Fuck, bro. <laughs> oh, I already got four. I put Kareem number five. 
I'm gonna have to pick Iguodala. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Fuck. Uh, it wasn't a bad pick for Steph at at five. I'll put. He changed the game. I'll put Magic though. That's fair. The Lakers organization has some of the greatest players ever. I literally listed four of them. Four of them are in the top five. My top five. Props to the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers and Celtics reign supreme. One last question, then we got to wrap it up because fuck, bro, we got into it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, one more, one more. So, what do you think was like worse of like? Because I know you hate the whole team hop thing. Like that was a big argument on your thing. Yeah. Do you think it was worse when LeBron initiated it and started it all and went to the Heat for the big three, mm-hmm. or when Katie went to the Warriors? That's a big change, in my opinion. Uh. Which one was worse? The KD one, bro. That was so bad, bro. How do you join the fucking, what were they, 73 and 9 or whatever? Yeah, they were 73 and The year before when they had lost. And the worst part about that fucking jump, in my opinion, is the fact that he had them down, I think, like 3-1. In like the Western Conference uh, semis, oh, or or maybe that. it was the LeBron Western. Is also, the only person to ever come back three one in the finals. Right, right. But but yeah, like the fucking year before, OKC, Russ and KD had that Warriors team down in the playoffs, like in the series, and they ended up losing it. And then you know to jump ship after you just like almost beat them in the playoffs, and then go join them. That was fucked up, bro. Because Russ stayed too. Yeah, Russ stayed. Yeah, that that one was worse, I think, than LeBron, the LeBron one. Yeah, because it's like we almost have a championship team. Like, if him and Russ were like, bro, we just need another dude. Like, I just need a somebody that's mid-grade to fucking help us out a little bit. I don't even think they needed another player if they just kept that roster shit. Because I'm like, uh, that's one where I'm like, damn. Yeah, no, that's bad because he, he was just selfish, bro. He just wanted a ring. He's like, fuck, bro, I know I'm one of the best players in the league right now. I want one back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And now they just play for money. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They're getting that bag. We're over here talking shit about them, and they're fucking gazillionaires. They don't even care what we think. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't even play high school basketball, if I'm being straight up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my last point before uh, getting off here is just, if you think that this debate between Jordan and LeBron isn't close, like, go look at statistical numbers. Don't just fucking trust what your grandpa and your fucking your uncle fucking say when they're sipping on that yak. Like, go look at numbers. Go yak. watch. Go watch the Last Dance. You know, whatever. Like, make an informed decision. But yeah, I think it's a little closer than we think. Uh I don't know. It's like Bud says. It's close. Uh, uh, LeBron needs LeBron needs another chip. He needs a few more things, and I think we're pretty much dead even. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's really just up to public opinion. Yeah. Because, I mean, I fuck, bro. I value the mentality thing. It depends, dude. Like, when I watch LeBron, I'm not inspired. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's just my own personal take. Wait so till like, they come I'm, out with a last dance type of doc for LeBron, bro. I'll be inspired. When they come from his come up, the high school thing, like, going straight out, all the pressure that was on him at that young yeah, like this was that was the dopest one. Okay, that's why I said I was like I was cheering for LeBron on came that one. Back for his like city, and that's one thing that I do. I have so much respect for both of them, and that's why I was the median in this whole argument. I Left can't. City it's hard time. for me. Like I couldn't place one and two. Like I, I like both of them so much. It's tough for me. 
But if they're not your one and two, I think your list is wrong, and I will stand by that fact. Yeah. They they have to. They're the two greatest to ever play basketball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. We can't argue that they're both goats in their own right. Obviously, you have the goat goat, but we can't <laughs> deny the fact that they're both goats. Yeah. And I think that's where we'll probably just end this discussion here. Obviously, everyone, you guys will all have your own opinion. Uh, we're sorry that we got this uh, episode to you a day late. We had uh, our guest was a little busy. I got a full time job. <laughs> I was a full time engineer. So. I'm out here engineering things for y'all. But no, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll it was have a to fun do, one, huh? Yeah, we have to do another one that's uh, that's like funny and less serious. We need to do like fucking food or something, bro. Yeah, because like, me and D were looking at each other during this pod like this motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, we'll definitely bring my brother back and just do like, well, maybe we'll do a top five list. Next top five, we'll have my brother come in and give his top five. I want to do fat fuck shit, bro. I've been eating like a motherfucker. Like, fuck. We enjoyed a meal that was literally just 99 lean ground turkey and fucking plain ass white rice with broccoli. But the Cholula was fire. (laughs) (laughs) It's sad, bro. Imagine if we had some fucking green chile with sopapillas with beans and rice. Dude, I, I'm actually pretty decent at cooking. I can chef us up some bomb food if I really want to. Nothing will compare, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. Nah. Nothing will beat it? my mom's food. Shout oh, out to my mom. Shit. Shout uh. out to my mom. Again, big thank you to my brother. Big inspiration for me. Love you so much. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on the pod. Shout outs to D, always, my co-host. And do you have anything else to say, D, before I send us off? Nah, y'all have a good one. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Kick ass this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the fucking upload. And uh, yeah, man, I, we'll see what happens in these next coming years for LBJ. Hopefully he plays with the sun. That'd be kind of cool. I do want him to do that shit because that's, that's dope as fuck. Win two more chips. Match two, him. Uh, he probably won't because by the looks of it, his team <laughs> I, can't I, get I the fucking I, playoffs. Yeah, if he does, it'll be one more. Yeah, bro. La bum for life. <laughs> the goats, the goats. All right, guys. La shitter. Off the rip. Let's go. We there ain't no place like home. I want to go back home. I hate.